We're entering into a new era of our show, exploring strange new worlds, seeking out new life and new civilizations, and boldly going where this podcast has never gone before. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture jump in their car and go on a Thelma and Louise-inspired adventure where they get to try out all new things, explore the world, and eventually drive over a cliff to their deaths. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. What's going on, everybody? Sitting next to him is salty, sweet, and conveniently pocket size. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello. Uh, conspicuously absent from the table, but maybe dropping by a little bit later, is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hi, I'm Neff. No. Neff, you sound so he feminine. De- he definitely said stop. <laughs> I was going for the awkward silence, but you took it a whole different direction. I apologize. I was That's doing okay. the same thing. I was going to go, hey, howdy, hey. Creative improv. That's howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> now we've all... We've... <laughs> Give me that. And sometimes sassy, always classy. From the Island of Enchantment, it's the lovely Lady Lee Smotty. Hola. Oh, hola. Hola. In, in, her, in her native tongue. Hold on. The end. And over in the booth, pushing all the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying. It's our own resident smart guy, Nicholas, the engineer. What's up, Nick? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's Hi, up? Uh, let's get into it tonight, man. We're going to have a great time. If you want to join the conversation, you can connect with us across all the social medias. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can also visit our website at nerdofgodcast.com. And we'd love to email you at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. It'd be our pleasure to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Thank you very much. I thought she was going to miss it. I'm so glad she made it. Yeah, and you can also you can also check us out uh, on Patreon.com. We're a listener-supported podcast, so if you visit us on the Patreon.com, you can uh, find out how you can be a part of the blessing with your financial gifts uh, mm-hmm. as the plate passes. Don't let it pass you by. Amen. Uh, so great. Uh, how's everybody been doing? It's uh, been a while since we got together. I feel like the last time we were together, it was like a party environment. Oh yeah, goodness, it's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. So we did our 100th episode spectacular. Yeah, that was and, fun. And was I, I feel like when you're advertising something as spectacular, you better deliver. Mm-hmm. And it was a great time. I think it was really good. It yeah. was very magical, very spectacular. I very much enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a good time. I- I'm surprised that people actually showed up. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. That with was you. really nice. It is it is it's weird doing it in front of people. Like it, it was, was it was fun. Absolutely, I've never been more stressed in my life. <laughs> no, w- never really. That's a lie. I've been st- I get stressed easy. I will say this: making a joke and having a room full of people laugh at it is a great feeling. But what's worse is when you make three jokes and nobody laughs at anything. It's sad. <laughs> it's kind of like the opposite of that effect. Yeah. But I but it is telling. I think sometimes yeah. self awareness mm-hmm. is the beginning of self improvement, as Dr. Garman says. Absolutely make bad jokes you are it's your gift it's your spiritual gift so. i have one ready to go tonight we did have a great time it was awesome to get to hang out with some folks we had a lot of uh, people kind of come in from out of town they they drove hours to be here even mm-hmm. flying from other states so uh we are awesome it was a great time to even hang out we went down to disney springs and got mm-hmm. to hang out with our friend l7 yeah uh, so L7. that was l7 where's the update okay where's the remix 
All I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> so we have Lee Swaddy in there. So that, he, I'm not in this bop. He and did I open up a uh, with our with a rap song, and he mentioned some people that were not a not actually on the show anymore uh, and he did leave out Lee Smotty so um, not taking it personally but Loki totally <laughs> taking it personally alright so if we, <laughs> we we need L7 to throw in a new verse for Lee Smotty uh, and, if, and if he can't do it if you're a rapper out there please just write write her a line so we can throw it in the song <laughs> and uh, placate her, her Latina fury uh, please. So we've got a lot going on tonight. First, we don't. We want to just acknowledge the the excellence, the amazing. You know that when there's somebody in your life that is just a tremendous blessing to you, that every time you think of them, it just puts a smile on your face. Uh, I, I think that's worth celebrating. And tonight, I would like to take an opportunity to thank. All of our Patreon sponsors, the amazing people that help make this show happen. Uh, we, we do want to say thank you. We couldn't make this, uh, we couldn't take this this show on the air. We couldn't take the show mm-hmm. on the road. We couldn't have cool live events with cakes and cookies and, and gift bags. Spectacularness. We, we gave out gift bags, you guys. We did. Oh, we're so we signed an autograph. Nifty we, we signed a single autograph. We signed, we signed one autograph. Uh, yeah, we it, it was a lot of fun, but we couldn't do that without the, the kind support of our Patreon sponsors. So we want to give a quick shout out to all of the uh, men women and children who are a part of the miracle. So uh, we're hollering at you, Patreon sponsors. L7. Ryan Felton. Becky Warren. Joshua Chalk. Sarah Elizabeth. Mama Maggie Alkire. The Christian nerd himself, Scott Higa. Darren Scott. Ashley Cronenbitter. That's your turn. You were about to step on Stephen De La Rosa. Listen, I don't know what it is about Stephen De La Rosa, but (laughs) I I find... I just he's mysterious it's and that, elusive. I wish it's I could roll my R's. De la Please, Rosa. Mari, can you do it? Mm. Oh, okay. After you swallow your, my Cheeto. your Cheeto. Okay. De la Rosa. There it is. I wish I could do that. I can't do that. So who's your knitting buddy? Joanne Monroe. Oh, Jojo. Taken to long. Myself, Steven Salisbury. <laughs> Christian Zadek. Josh Martin. Kevin Wilganowski. Zach Deem. Matthew Black. Carrie Wright. And Josh Adams, our, uh, we are our, all of our Patreon sponsors are very special to us, and we definitely appreciate your friendship and your partnership so very much. Give yourself some snaps for our Patreon. Sponsors. I can only slap with one hand. I can't Same. slap with my right hand. I'm I'm the left. I can't really. Do it with my left. Yeah, my I can only this one, my, my right, right one sounds like it's like rubbing. <laughs> this one is like a, a proper snap. That That's may qualify you for like the Disability but. Act. I'm not sure. <laughs> awesome. I can go park up in front of Disney. Well, we are so thankful for our uh, our Patreon sponsors and everything that they do to help us make this ministry happen. So thank you, Patreon sponsors. Thank you. And Gracias. now, who wants to play a game? I want to play Ooh, a game. Me. Fantastic. Here Depending to bring us. And now here to lead us into the adventure of Gamedom tonight, will you please put your hands together for the incomparable Quentin Gregory Neff. Baby claps. Baby hey, everybody. Claps. Hey, Neff. <laughs> welcome missed, to the party. Hi. I missed you. I, I miss you too. <laughs> well, you are here now, and you're going to uh, lead us into a game tonight. Do you mind telling us a little bit about what this game is? Sure. This game is called Chunky Monkey Business. Okay. All right. <laughs> we have played this before on the oh, on the yeah. podcast. I remember this game now. I don't remember anything. Tell us how this game works, Neff. So I'm going to say two phrases with one word connecting the two phrases. I'll give you an example. Uh, fur of paint. Coat. 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 At least Marty said it first. All right. Sorry. So that's so always an coat. example. All right. So we'll go around the table. Everybody okay. keep your own score, and uh, and away we Way. go. Steven. Yeah. Toilet blank clip. Paper. That is correct. All right. One point for Steven. All right. Jackie. Mm-hmm. Spelling blank sting. 
B. That is that is absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects. <laughs> this is Marie. Road, blank, bench. I feel like everybody else was super easy. <laughs> Road, blank, bench? Yes. Road, blank, bench. Road. Do I get, can I phone a friend? Phone a friend. So you can give her the first letter of the middle word. Okay. Who are you going to phone? The oh. first letter is W. Phone. Wait, what's it? Road. 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 <laughs> oh, Road. I know what it is. Road. Jackie's become a penguin. Over Wait, on the think, side. About, think about Interstate 4, what's always happening on I-4. Construction. Yes, but what do they call that when they're what's, doing what's, that? When it's ahead people, of you. The what's people that go to that job and they're... Road blank ahead. That's what the W is. Yeah. Road, road work bench? Road... Road... Wreck... I don't, I don't know! The don't answer know. is road work workbench. Oh, uh, that's why I said work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to make sure it. that you felt good then about it. Then why did everybody look at me as though I was wrong? Because it took you 12 minutes to get there. Yeah, it was a little interesting. Was, all right. All right, moving on. Which is easy for me to say, I haven't had a turn yet. <laughs> Tony. Hi. Trophy blank of soup. Trophy bowl? That's a stupid thing. Trophy wife? Wife of soup. That makes sense. <laughs> soup. Is, it, is it cup? It is cup. It wasn't your turn, Steven. Wait a step on Tony's Why would you do mom? that? You answered incorrectly twice. It doesn't mean you get to jump in there and take it. Yes, that's how we play. Have we played every game on this show. You should have taken so long, Tony. <laughs> Sip your wawa's drink. Siptopia, not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, iPad blank Jordan. Well, who's this directed to? Steven. Or anybody else who just wants to jump in okay, and so. do it. Well, if I answer correctly twice, iPad what the what? I iPad blank Jordan. Air. She's right. Good job, Lee Smiley. Good job, Lee Smiley. Okay. Very awesome. fast. Plus All right, now everybody just answers. All right, Jackie's turn. Okay. <laughs> Bath blank for improvement. Room. Room. He said Jackie. Is your name Jackie yeah, now? She Steven? answered on mine, and I didn't even but answer. But he said well, you also answered to on me. Tony, so you kind of earned that. Yeah, but Tony Jackie, get the point. Thanks. Good job, Jackie. Way to go, Jackie. Liz Marie, rock blank of Eden. Garden. That is correct. <laughs> Not what, rock, garden. rock gardens are a thing. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a garden. That's of, so of sad. Rocks, yeah. Stuff white people. Do. Where do they get that it? name from? <laughs> white people. <laughs> <laughs> my first. <laughs> some people, some people in Arizona do because they don't have any things. That's my favorite Jeopardy category. <laughs> Stuff garden. white people do and, <laughs> and potpourri for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Neff. Chimney blank the deck. Sweep. It's not, not the word on here. Ooh. Chimney sweep, sweep the deck. Sweep the deck. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I'll give it to you <laughs> just because it works. Of like sweep a, the deck. No, it's uh, swept. Chimney stack. Oh, stack the deck. But uh. you work too. What the too, frick so is a chimney point. stack? It's the it's the, the big the part of the chimney. <laughs> it's the it's the Eiffel Tower. It's the <laughs> stuff <laughs> of, the, of the chimney. It's the stuff that white people do. Steven. <laughs> what? It's not as funny when you it's say it. It's not nearly as funny. Steven. Yes. Steven. <laughs> Law, blank, handshake. Firm. Firm, that is correct. 
Good job, Steven. Steven's Jackie. so smart. Yes. <laughs> Wind up blank poodle. Toy. Toy is correct. Jackie's killing the game. <laughs> killing the game. <laughs> killing the game. Clearly Keeping winning. Score. With the poodle. I don't know what I'm doing with that one. Uh, Liz Marie. Mm-hmm. Not that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why not that one? It's, it's something white people do, clearly. <laughs> uh, Adams blank turnover. Apple. That yeah. is correct. Totally now all Very I want good. is an apple turnover. Mm. Me too. Me too. All right, Tony. Let me tell you a story about when I was a kid, and we would get the Pepperidge Farm turnovers. They were the freezer ones, and they would come in packs of four. And and this was before my sisters were born, so it was just me and my mom and my stepdad. The good times. Just three people. Yeah, the good times, the good old days. And there would be four turnovers in that box and three people in our family. And I used to get so mad if I didn't get the extra turnover. That's so weird. Like, I don't think I ever verbalized that or told anybody. <laughs> but, like, I just felt like the universe owed me that extra The barriers turnover. are going down. The walls right are falling. I'm like, <laughs> I just need... Connections I, are being I'm made. I'm just saying right now. I didn't realize the, deep, the deep-seated resentment I had that That's, Apple turnover just triggered me. That's so <laughs> weird that you remember that, because I don't remember those. I, I do. That's I, how well, I feel every time we play Farm a game. Remembers. Pepperidge Farm <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nev. <laughs> All right, let's take a, a drastic 90-degree turn. Salad blank room. <laughs> uh, I don't know, bed. What do you mean? What's a salad bed? bed? That's what I don't you know, put it's where vegans sleep. You? <laughs> a salad bed, that's what you put. Salad shooter, salad shooter, a shooter room. What is wrong with you? Salad Are bed you is like the seventh <laughs> circle. No, I'm just kidding. Dante's it's, Inferno. It's dressing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Salad. <laughs> All right. To- uh, excuse me. Steven. Yeah. Little Tony, as we like to say. <laughs> Little Tony. <laughs> L-I-L-T-O-N-Y. I this game already. <laughs> Little Tony and me. I am not enjoying this one. <laughs> Steven. Well, let's talk about why Steven is frustrated, but we'll talk about it after the game. All right, uh, Steven. We'll talk about why Steven's red in the face, but after the game. <laughs> yes. Always red in the face. Ice blank congestion. Think about it. Feel it. I believe in you. What? Well, for, the ice doesn't make sense with what I'm thinking for congestion. No? Ironically, I'm very congested right now. Hmm. Where? Like, where's your congestion? Nowhere. Where are you congested? Where's the congestion? Like nasally area. So ice nasally, nasally congestion, ice nasally. Ice na- that's, <laughs> that's not, not the thing. That's I what that's I thought, but that's, that, that doesn't make you sense. Mind. Go away. What? Ice sinus, sinus, see, it works, right? Wait, I sinus too. You sinus? I sinus. I also sinus. For I sinus. Um, All right, Steven, no guess. Well, uh, pick. Ice pick, pick congestion. Pick congestion, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, no, it's ice chest, chest, chest congestion. Oh, see, my Come chest on, never gets Steve. congested. An ice chest no. is like an old-timey word. Ice, or no, ice, ice box. chest, ice, ice box, box. ice box. Like of. Carousel of Progress, you know. Yeah. Oh, my you need an ice would, box. I'm going to have a sarsaparilla. My grandma would Oh, I forgot. Box. You guys are called that root beer now. Same stuff, different <laughs> this name. This next one's kind of silly. It's it's funny because the whole sentence <laughs> that it makes is really dumb. All right, Jackie. Yes. Fear of blank squirrel. <laughs> is it flying? It is. Flying. Fear of flying squirrels. Girl. I also have a fear of flying squirrel. <laughs> it haunts my dreams. Liz Marie. Flying squirrels are unnatural. Yeah, you're not wrong. 
they're made by the commies to attack. <laughs> Unlike the birds. Are you talking about the pigeons? Steel no, the pigeons were killed by Ronald Reagan what and be, were replaced by robots <laughs> that are now spies that work for the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Come on, Jackie. Don't you read a newspaper? Yeah, Wake up, or have the reds already gotten to you, too? <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> She's like Black Widow from the comics. I really wish I knew at least a little bit of Russian because I would have just spouted something off, even if it was ridiculous. Even if it was, even if it was profane, I would have <laughs> just. The only Russian words I know are profane. Tetris yeah. and Dasvidanya. That's all I got. All right, Liz Marie. Uh huh. Saved by the blank pepper. Bell, <laughs> are you correct. intentionally dumbing them down for me? No, 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 no. This is about nothing. No. Uh, I think this is the last one. All right. Weird. Mm. All right. Uh, a little spiritual here. Iron blank word puzzle. Iron blank word puzzle? Yeah. Chef. Chef. <laughs> yes, spiritual, puzzle? Stephen. Very spiritual. Yeah. Well said. Iron cross yes. word puzzle? Yes. Crossword puzzle? Nice. As in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this has been Chunky Monkey Business. Thank you, <laughs> Neff. And welcome to the party. A little bit late, but Thank always you. right on time, just like Jesus. <laughs> And um, Julie Andrews. And Julie Andrews. What? Jesus yeah. and Julie Andrews. Yeah. So, so there was um, there was a, if you guys have ever read Alan Moore's comic book, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I have not. Okay. <laughs> Thanks you've for ever, being so. If you ever seen that. the crappy movie League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, oh I have, which actually wasn't that that With crappy. Sean Connery. But Sean Connery. That was his uh, last role. It was yeah. It made him quit acting. So in the comic books, it's it's basically like the Avengers. If the Avengers were made from British literary characters from the 1900s, kind of awesome. uh, like early like late 18, early 1900s. So it's Mina Harker who was uh, Winona Ryder from Dracula, and Alan Quatermain and the Invisible Man and Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Uh, so and Captain. Nemo, so it's a really cool, like you know, Dorian Gray. Yeah, it's it's a uh, like a, a Victorian Avengers. Uh, well, they they cool. continued the story into the new century with Mina Harker and Alan Quatermain, who are uh, sort of like immortal characters. So they went through early 20th century literary mythology and stuff like that until they got to the end, which takes place around the millennium, and it's the end of the world. It's like Armageddon. It's like the apocalypse. And the way that the story is, because it's all woven in with like British literary characters, they weave it in that. Harry Potter is the Antichrist. What? So, what? so Harry, I knew it. <laughs> Harry Potter is is the Antichrist, and he's been raised by the the evil, like the like the. Uh, it's I think it's um Anton Lavey, the Satanist, is uh, like actually Tom Riddle, and like oh, so like crazy. and then like and so he's been raising Harry Potter to become this this Antichrist, and then at the end, God appears to shut him down, and it's Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Mary Poppins oh is like the Christ goodness. figure of British literature. So she did come down to help the That's children. What I'm saying she yeah. she came from sugar. heaven to earth to show the way. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she, I don't. She was played by Alanis Morissette. No, that was you're thinking of something way different. They're totally different movie. Yeah. So anyway, that, that was an interesting. You said Mary Poppins, and and we're a nerdy podcast, so I figured this is a good place for confession that I read an awful comic book. I don't recommend you reading anything past League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the second collection in which they uh, crossed over with War of the Worlds. Uh, after that, that it gets really hairy. But that's the real reason Tony hates Harry Potter. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because it's Antichrist. Um, and I'm not saying that Harry Potter is the worst thing ever, but I think that these movies are Steve L. Take us on a trip tonight, my friend. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the worst thing ever. 
we where we pit terrible superhero comic movies against each other to figure out which one is in fact the worst thing ever. And we do it terribly. We do it terribly because I'm doing it. Uh, the last time we were together, we actually did our poll live with our studio audience, and it was Endless. El- Electra versus <laughs> Superman Four: <laughs> The Quest for Peace. Yeah, uh, the winner of that one, or the loser of that one, uh, was Electra. So Electra moves on. Uh, I think Tony was upset with that. I think answer. Superman Four: The Quest for Peace may be one of the worst movies of all time. But it's, it's silly, it's unforgivably bad. Electra's bad, but this is Superman Four. But Superman 4 has Gene Hackman still. Yeah, but even Gene Hackman can't save that movie. That's how bad it is. But that's Christopher Reeve. Even Christopher Reeve. The movie was so phoned in. They, the flying effects were reused flying effects from Superman 1. Is that the one where he fights the bad version of himself? No, that's Superman 3. Is which that the is, one Richard Pryor? Yeah. Okay. Superman 4 is the one with the, the guy. S- the nuclear w- man. Yeah, with the acrylic nails. That's right. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> it's really bad, but the people have spoken. Electra moves on. Yeah, so Electra moves on. So what do we got tonight? This week... Uh, we will be pitting Fan Four Stick, the 2015 oh, oh. Fantastic Four. Here it is. Uh, the one that the Nerd of God cast should owe. Um, actually, we should be giving money back because that was a terrible movie and we went and saw yeah, it together. Uh, versus Steel, the Shaq Aww. Superman kind of movie. And the thing is, Steel is bad, but I kind of like Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> I love Shaq it's too this, much. To, like, it's like I like Jennifer Garner. I don't know why. I feel like Jennifer Garner <laughs> seems like a pretty cool chick, right? Like, Jennifer I, Garner is at least a good actor. Shaq cannot act. I don't know. There was a lady like Jennifer Garner today, and she was mean to me at my job. So Jennifer Garner can move along. You think it might have actually been Jennifer Garner? You think she, she may have been shopping for auto parts at Pet Boys? Yeah, I hope not, because she did not look good. <laughs> <laughs> you really let yourself go, honey. All right. So you can go to uh, our website, nerdogodcast.com, to vote on which one is the worst thing ever, ever. Fantastic Four, Fan Four Stick, or Steel. And this has been the worst thing ever. So the winner, the winner slash loser, whichever one gets voted, will move on in the brackets to, to continue to face it so we can ultimately decide which one is a terrible, the most terrible superhero movie of all time. Um I think that when when it, back in the day when a movie would come out and it was like a new superhero movie, you'd want to go see it because it was new. There was they were they were coming out with properties in 2002 when Su- Spider-Man came out. It was the first time we saw Spider-Man on the big screen, mm-hmm. and that was huge. Like it was something brand new, and it was amazing. And then after that, you just started seeing superheroes one after another after another. Ghost Rider on the big screen, brand new. Daredevil on the big screen, brand new. Fantastic Four, uh, you know, it was just all, all these things were new. And it was super, super exciting, but just because they were new didn't mean they were actually any good. Uh, but now we're in this season again where there's so many new properties coming out. You did, we're a month away, less than a month away from Disney Plus coming out. Oh, yeah. And Yay! we're going to see we're gonna see superheroes we've never seen. But we're going to see Moon Knight and She-Hulk. We're going to see yeah. uh, Ms. Marvel. We're going to see, uh, I'm, I'm sure Squirrel Girl is in the mix somewhere. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Flying Squirrel Girl is in the mix somewhere. So it's really cool to be able to see all these new things coming out. And uh, I don't know. Let, let's talk about like new stuff a little bit. So we got a new Star Wars movie coming out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we the, the trailer came out last night. Some of us may have watched it. Did you guys watch it? No. Nope. 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 Never watched it. I did not watch it. Yes. I didn't even want to watch the last one. But, of course, Facebook being the awful place it is, the first thing I did when I opened up Facebook is I see somebody who I haven't even talked to in person in 10 years posts, 
so I just saw the trailer and I'm crying. It looks like they're going to kill this character. And Aww. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Why would you post that? Yeah, well, apparently because they're the devil. They're Harry Potter. They are the Antichrist. Uh, they are. So, uh, you know, but, I, but I'm excited to kind of see this. In fact, we are, we bought tickets. We are going to go see this as a podcast. Yeah. As a unit. It's a tradition. It is a tradition. Uh, final so time. I'm for the one, one last, one last uh, time. See, the reason, the reason why I watched the trailer, and I, I heard this the other day, I thought it was pretty interesting, was if this is like the last movie for like the whole saga. Yeah. This will be the last Star Wars trailer for that saga. Yeah, I'm going to watch that trailer after I watch the movie. Yeah. Same. Until wow. they come out with the special, special, special edition. <laughs> and then they come out with that trailer too. So. With less CG. It's puppets now. It's, it's oh. all going to be claymation. It's the whole I thing. I love claymation the Claymation Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> the whole thing is going to be made in flash. It's all, it's all going to be done in flash animation. Macromedia yeah. flash. Oh Actually, what they're going to do Wars. is they're going to draw it all on like a, a sticky notepad and just have a camera view tape as they flip through it. It'll just be a flip book. It's all, <laughs> yeah. They're going to put faces on people's thumbs. They're going to make Star Wars, but with thumb characters instead. They're going to call, call it Thumb, thumb Wars. Wars, exactly. <laughs> You're with me. You're with me. Just um, anyway. So yeah, when new things like this come out, I love going to the movies and watching trailers. Like I get excited about new things happening. Uh, when you get to do something for the first time, you get to see something for the first time. To be the first one to see it, mm-hmm. uh, like oh, I saw it. Have you seen it? And you, you're the one who holds all the information. Uh, we have a, a friend here at the church, and he uh, just posted. He loves going to restaurants and being the first guy to try restaurants. He's like, oh, have you tried this restaurant yet? Yeah, you got to try it. You got like people that love to try new things. Uh, Let's talk about that tonight. Let's talk a little bit about new stuff. Uh, when you guys uh, experience something new, is it exciting for you? Is it a little intimidating for you? What, what do you think about new things? I guess it depends on the situation of it. Exactly. So, for example, like if I'm going to go to a new restaurant, I'm excited because I'm ready to see what the food is like. Uh, but like if I'm going to go to somewhere that like I don't necessarily want to do it, but it's newish, I might be a little bit more trepidatious about trying it. So you, when you go to a restaurant that you've already been to, do you order the same thing that you always order, or yes. do you order something new every time? Most of the time, sometimes I'll take a look, but a lot of times I'm like, I know what I, I know what I'm here, I know what I'm about. I'm gonna get that big. So you don't try. Out. So you you you're a comfort person. You're a person who likes to stick within the boundaries of what you know. I do. Is that a strength or a weakness for you? Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it is both. But I do like to try to venture out. But most of the time, I, I stick to my, the lane that I'm in. Lisa Marty, I feel like that's you. I feel like you're a person who knows what you want, and you don't want to mess around yes. and experiment with things. I am a creature of habit. <laughs> I stick to the things that I know work, and change stresses me. Change stresses you. It really does. Like Even like little change, like small things, like, I don't know. It looks like I have to change my travel loofah. The loofah I take to shower at other houses is falling apart, so I have to go acquire a new loofah. And will it feel as nice as my travel, the one I've had all this time? I don't know. Like, those little things, I think about those things, and it sounds stupid and insignificant, but I'm very much, once I get in the habit of something and I know something to be a certain way, it's really hard for me to, like, adjust to change. I don't know. I used to is think- it a weakness? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Neff, Neff, what are you? Are you a new guy or are you? I'm a, I'm the type of person who's like, I'll usually get what I usually like, but if I'm in the mood to do something new, I'll go, I'll go for whatever. Okay. Like I have to be in a mood to like do something different. So, you, so something like strikes you and you're just like, I just want to do something I've never done before. Yeah. What was the last time that happened? What, what was something that you um, did? Well, I went to this, uh, I went to actually a restaurant that I had seen online that I like, you know, I've never tried their food before. I passed by it all the time, but um, they had some crazy looking food there. So I was like, 
let's go try. Let's go try some different food. All right. So, well, what what was it, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, it was Naroodles. No. Uh, okay. It so. was it was ramen. It was like official. Fancy ramen. Real deal. Fancy ramen. So not like the styrofoam cup put in the no, microwave. No, I'm talking, the I'm talking sprinkle ma- the flavor packets. Marinated eggs, yeah. fish cake. It's all a Naruto-themed restaurant. Yeah. That's yeah it's exciting. got ba- bamboo. It's awesome. Can you eat the bamboo? You can. It's pickled. Pickled bamboo. That sounds yeah. disgusting. And I like pickles. That sounds like, well, that sounds like what you are say you to somebody. Are you a panda bear all of a sudden? Sometimes. It sounds like something you say to when they, somebody sneezes. Pickled bamboo. That was stupid. No, that was, yeah. I said it in my head. I'm like, that's funny. And but you know as what? I was saying. Steven it. always trying to make new jokes. Sometimes new things don't work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jackie, now I think of all of us, probably you're the one who is the most adventurous of trying new things. Am I, am I wrong in my assessment there? I mean, I don't think so. I also find myself to be a creature of habit most of the time. But then there are other times where I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to do something different. When you had asked Neff, um, about like doing something different or spontaneous, I suddenly recalled a uh, instance a few years ago back when Tori was still down here. Um, we went on an impromptu trip to the beach, and my car broke down four miles from the beach. Oh no! At night. Oh no! Oh, it was cold. Lord. Oh no! <laughs> on a Saturday night, oh. and we had to be at church in the morning. My dad had to come and drive out and rescue us. So and where we are, we're about an hour away from the beach. So that's it's yeah. not like a crazy, crazy thing, but it's still very inconvenient. And it was one of those things. Was it that was, so was that Steve? Yes. Okay, she had a car Steve. named Steve. He was my first car. He was uh, Steve Rogers, pre-serum, because he was a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> How broke. dare you? Steve Rogers, pre-serum, was an angel. <laughs> he was, but he also broke down a lot. Uh, but he could break down all day. <laughs> Listen, I do low-key miss him, but I've got a much better car. <laughs> low-key. Low yeah. Oh yeah, so sometimes I'm spontaneous, and other times I remember what happened to Steve. Oh uh, yeah, so like, spontaneity <laughs> has not served me well. I get. That. I also like control. Like yeah. I, I like to plan things. I like to have a good idea of Very and a, a good hold of things. So for me, like. I like the idea of being like, let's go on an adventure, but let's discuss this adventure and thoroughly plan this adventure out to assure that it's going to be a very enjoyable adventure. So That's it, not a bad thing. It can be new, but it has to be extremely controlled. Like, yes. So we don't. We want spontaneity. We want carefully controlled spontaneity. Does that ruin the spontaneous part? No. I think. I, it's in like the the meat of what you're doing. Like yeah. if you're, you can still plan things. Like out you're and be planning. Like if like, I'm prepared for for the surprise, if I know if I'm going into a situation, going okay, this is gonna be crazy. I don't know what's gonna happen, but like if I know that, there's a level of control there for me because I was expecting it. So let's go back in time uh, about a week or two. Uh, you did something very difficult for you, or certainly uncharacteristic for you, and you cut all your hair off. Ah. Yes. She's bald now, everybody. <laughs> Not all of her hair, but I mean, you nine cut off, like, you cut off like nine inches of hair is a lot of hair. That is a lot That's of hair. That's more hair than I have on my head. <laughs> Me too. The, be- the best part of that was you talking about it and the thoroughly confused look on her face of like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, so like, what was your thought process when you did that? Like, you, th- um, I mean, because because for a girl, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, right? My thought process. Well, I've been taught. I've made the comment. I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to just wear wigs. I'm going to shave my head forever Same. because Same. having so much hair is really just a struggle sometimes. So I always say that, but I never actually do it. Obviously, because. You know, I get scared, protective barrier, whatever psychological reason there are for me having my long hair. But I kind of went into it just going to get like my ends trimmed and wanting to get like a nice little updo because I was doing like a fancy event thing that night. 
And just in the middle of it, I'm sitting there and the guy asks me, he's like, you know, the, the hairstylist thing, well, how much do you want me to cut off? And I was like, oh, you know, just a little. He's like, how much is a little? Like, how many inches? And I hate that question. And when yeah. it's like, when they ask you, like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Just feed me. Like, <laughs> just cut my Same. hair. <laughs> so I, w- I got like nervous and I was under pressure. And I was like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. And so I gave him the whole spiel about, oh, I always joke about shaving my head, but I never do. And he's like, okay, well, I can't cut your hair until you tell me how much hair you want cut off. And then he made me leave the chair. And he's like, go sit over there. And when you decide, wow. you can come back. Whoa. And I was Whoa, like, throttle back there, Typhoon. Whoa. I was really stressed because usually they're just kind of like, they kind of go, okay, well, this okay, much. I'll just trim a little uh-huh. bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he made me get up and leave the he seat. He said, girl, get out of my seat right girl, now. Girl, you take, get your hair Another cut. person and was like, you figure out your life. And I'm going to yeah. cut this other person. Good. Good. Time is money. He's got, you're going to you waste should. his time. So now I'm sitting there stressed because now he's not going to cut my hair until I make a decision and I need to go. So I'm sitting there stressed and there's this really nice lady next to me. And I think she can tell that I'm having a lot of anxiety. So she's trying to pep talk me and tell me it's okay. Mm. Like whatever, hair grows, do anything, do whatever. And he's like, just do something. Hair you have so much hair. Grow. Cut it, cut it. Give it to children with cancer. In fact, if you donate it, I'll do your hair for free. Now. I am not spontaneous. <laughs> but you are thrifty. Thrifty. <laughs> but I am cheap. So <laughs> so I was like, you're going to cut my hair for free? And he's like, yeah, if you give it to children, I will cut your hair for free. And so now here I am, nine inches less of hair, and somewhere out there will have my hair on their head, and, and it'll be a beautiful thing. When, when he cut it, you immediately said, I love this. This is the new me. I feel so confident and assured in my new look. Absolutely not. <laughs> he cut it. They tie your hair in like a braid and they just dramatically like chunk Shear it off, off. You know yep. what I mean? And so all I With see is just like this poodle little afro thing. And I'm like, oh my Lord. What did I what do? What did I do? I think the bald thing is going to have to be the way to go to make this better. And I don't know. I mean, now it's just, now it's like I forget that I cut it. I forget that it was a thing. I just feel like this is how it's always been. I think you're, you know. But your hair also startles you sometimes too. It does. I'm not used to having it so close to my neck. So that, but that's <laughs> isn't the way that new things are. When we try something new, we start something new. If it's a new job or a, a new path in life, we we're living in a new town, whatever it might be. Uh, we we try and it's weird. But then after a while, it just sort of becomes routine. Mm-hmm. It becomes a little more normal and part of us. Now, Neff and Jackie and Stephen, you guys have lived here your your whole life. Yes. yes. I, I moved around a lot. At least, buddy, you moved from a whole other part of the world. Um, when you came here, uh, again, I'm not trying to make this the least Marie show, but she's got the most dramatic changes. So you <laughs> you left an island and came to a peninsula. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, a big change. The mainland. You lost one side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you you. I mean, you came to a whole new place. Anytime we we go somewhere new, does this feel like home yet? Yeah, it's weird. I feel like. I don't know. I, I think my Puerto Rico life seems almost like a, a whole different life at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's like these two worlds. And whether I go back there, I, I'm like, okay, well, this is it. This is my house. Like, this is where I grew up. These are all the things I'm familiar with. This is what I know. But but it's not home anymore because, you know, home becomes, home is where the heart is. You know, home is where the people you love are, where the things you love are. And I have people I love in Puerto Rico and things I love in Puerto Rico, but I've made this new life, new connections, new love here. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel, I mean, at one point it was devastating. At one point this wasn't home. There was a time where this was just a place and I was this abstract part of it. I didn't understand. I was a stranger. It was scary and it's not anymore. Hmm. I think that's interesting because we've all done new things. Jackie, Mm -hmm. you left a job and you started a new job at Disney. And there's intimidation factors to Mm -hmm. that, you know, but then there you are. And it's like, this is where I belong. 
Uh, if you so leave and you go to a new a new home, a new state, a new place, uh, you know, Neff, your your store is about to close, right? Yeah. So happy stories, right? Hey, thirty percent <laughs> off, everybody. By the way, uh, even Jennifer Garner shops there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how far the mighty have fallen. Deal's that good. She has to. Uh, but she. But but you're gonna have to get a new job soon. Yeah. That's stressful, right? Yeah. Because there's comfort in the familiar. Mm-hmm. There's oh. comfort in showing up to the place where. You know everybody, you know the process, you know the routine, and you might end up at a place where you're starting over from nothing mm-hmm. with zero. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I wasn't stressed out before. <laughs> I, I, but, and but I'm now. sorry. Neff just started sweating profusely. It might be the worst thing ever. Tell us how you feel. But as, we, as we're talking about this, you take those new steps, and it is anxious, and it is a little intimidating until you're there and then you realize because you have to remember your current job was a new job at one time too yeah uh not throwing anybody under the bus but the the challenge to to step out of the the familiar becomes uh it is daunting Mm -hmm. and it is intimidating and it is overwhelming sometimes let's frame this in the context of our our faith is god to you more associated with new things or is god more associated with familiar things traditional things from day to day like in the in the day to day things things that i do every day like praying every day or reading my bible every day those types of things seem you know routine but you know not not bad or anything like I, when you do a devotion every day like i get to learn a little bit more go deeper into word know god a little bit more um but like when i see the new things that he does like i I see movements in our students' lives or in the kids' lives that I work with, or um, I hear stories about what God's doing in other people's lives currently and situations where I was like, wow, God is really that amazing. So is he doing something new in your life? Because yeah. you're, you're talking about this as, as if you're spectating it, not as if you're experiencing it. it, is, it you're, oh, in our students, in other people's lives, I didn't believe that was possible. When was the last time you really felt like, hey, God is doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing right now in my life. Is that in God's character or is that a, a, an aberration? Is that more rare than common? I think it's rare if you make it rare, if you don't let God move in your life and to do new things because Mm. we as people can become comfortable because we are creatures of comfort just about everyone around this table has said something about how I'm a creature of habit I like things to kind of be the same and there's not necessarily a bad thing with that Mm -hmm. but it's when you start to become and I'm going to use the word again it's where you start to become more complacent that it becomes more of a negative thing Mm. and that could also keep you from letting God do new things in your life because you choose to be comfortable yeah Um, I think you can still be comfortable, but then also allowing God to kind of creep into that comfort and stretch you and and to uh, expand you in new ways that you haven't before. Yeah. Friend of the show, Alexandria, who is one of the people that I know that is like constantly like, what, what's something new that Mm -hmm. I can do? Right. But not just something new that I can do, but what's something new that I can do for the Lord? Like she's in the Philippines right now. Yep. Because she felt called to go do that. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Like she doesn't, she thinks about it, but she doesn't just like let Th- stuff think about it to the point where she talks herself out of exactly. it. Exactly. Where I'm on the other, I'm on the opposite side of that. I'll overthink something to where I'll talk myself out of it. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of, there, the balance is between faithfulness, which I think is one of your strengths, Stephen. I think that your faithfulness carried too far can sometimes be an, an impede, uh, can impede uh, progress. But sometimes progress can impede faithfulness because I think we know people that are just like, let's do the new thing. Let's do the new thing. Let's mm-hmm. do the new thing. And it's like, whoa, like 
you you've not taken time to uh, to to like nurture anything in your life. Mm-hmm. Nothing has had the opportunity to grow because you're just consistently looking for the next wave, the next flavor, the next thing, and you've missed out on so much. And, and there, I think there's a balance to to strike. I mean. There's people who go to places and they they invest their time and they grow and they nurture other people. And then there's people like the Apostle Paul who they'll go and do the thing, but then they'll move on to the next thing and they'll move on to the next thing. There's a balance there that we have to find. We don't want to become stagnant and we don't want to become complacent. But at the same time, we don't want to just continually crave the next thing so that our desires or our investment becomes superficial. Um, when I'm moving on to my next job, you know, in this current process, I'm looking for a new job. Um, and resumes are available to anyone. All you have to do is just email us at nerdgodcast at gmail.com. We'll forward that along. Uh, he works cheap. Preferably off on Sundays and Wednesdays. <laughs> um, but uh, that's one of the things. I, I look. My job right now has me working pretty much every Sunday. That's not because my job is the way it has to be right now. And that's why you were even late walking into the show tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for me, when I'm looking for a new job, I don't want to make a horizontal move. I don't want to go to another job where I'm just going to keep working Sundays. Well said. Yeah. I'm. I'm. You know, doing things that I'm still doing at my job now. Uh, you know, I have this opportunity now. Now that I'm basically being forced out of this job it's almost like i'm being forced into a new chapter sure which is not a bad thing uh it could be very exciting and you know honestly based off my own you know complacency with my job uh and honestly my own laziness to go find a new one um it's probably what I needed. You yeah, know. Some, sometimes God lights a fire underneath yeah, us, right? Yeah, like, hey, sometimes he'll kick all right, you. it's time. You need to get out of here. And I think the reason why God is so, I don't want to say quick to, but prone to give us a little squeeze, prone to give us a little push, prone to kind of, you know, close some doors behind us is because he wants us to take that next step forward. And not just career-wise, not just relationship-wise, not just, you know, consuming the good things in the world-wise. Uh, a quote that I found uh, online today said, our next level of intimacy with God always lies beyond the boundaries of our current experience. And the only way you can get there is to risk more than what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. If you want to get closer with God, if you want to get further in the story that he's telling in your life, sometimes you got to leave the, the Shire, Frodo. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to get past the thing that you know and the thing that you love so that you can experience what God has for you. And and, and it's not always easy. It's not always comfortable. But at the end of it, it's usually good. I saw a quote the other day that said, focus on the next step, not the whole staircase. Hmm. So like for like whatever we want to do, whether it's a goal that we have, whether it's something that we just don't want to be doing anymore. Don't look at the possible outcomes. Look at what you can start doing now Mm -hmm. to take those steps. Take that first step into the unfamiliar and see what God has for you there. You just you just never know. And, And when you get there. Don't be like the children of Israel. You know, don't look back at the former things and just say, oh, man, I missed the last step. Mm-hmm. Man, the last step was so easy. I mean, because once you're on the you're committed, once you're on that first step, you got to go up or you got to go down like you can't just stay there. They nothing on the first step. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep going. And and people do that and they start romanticizing what used to be in their lives. Mm-hmm. And really, there, there's nothing there. We, we're moving forward. In Christ, we're moving forward on Isaiah forty-three nineteen, a familiar verse. God is saying, "See, I'm doing a new thing. It springs up. Don't you perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. W- when you leave Egypt and you're in the wilderness, 
the only place you can go is to Canaan. You can't go back to Egypt. You can't just stay in the wilderness forever. You have to move forward. You've got to cross that river. You've got to get into where God's promised you to be. And, uh, and it's new and it's terrifying. Yeah, but man, there's big old grapes that take two men to carry them and it flows with milk and honey. But yeah, you gotta pass through some giants to get there. You gotta cross through the river to get there. You gotta walk around Jericho to get there. You have to do the thing. Uh, but what's new and what's next is for you. Yeah. And I just wanna encourage you. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but it's good. It is good. and and. and and, and God is transforming us as we walk with him. He doesn't want us to stay the same any more than like, listen, maybe all of us when we were babies, I'm going to get really, really crude here. Maybe when we were babies, our mother would lift up her shirt and feed us from, you know, like, like babies would feed. You don't have that relationship with your mom right now. You, nope. if you went to your mom and said, Hey, I'm hungry. She would, that wouldn't be the, even an option. <laughs> You can't go back to what you used to do. If you started pooping your pants and crawling around on the floor like a baby, people would think there was something wrong with you. You can't go back to the thing. You you had to learn to take those steps, and they were good, and they made you who you are today. What's next? What's something new? What's next? That's, that's for you to discover. That's for God to reveal to you. But when the time comes, don't be afraid. Take this step and see what God will do when you're there. For, uh, 2 Corinthians says, we who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, we're being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the spirit. Stephen, there's your staircase, ever increasing, step by step. Neff, where do these stairs go? Up. They go up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so think about that and let's take that next step together. Amen? Amen. Amen. I have a couple quick things to challenge you with. These are fun things from the internet and then we're going to take off for the evening. See, we're doing a new thing, episode 100 one we're trying a new streamlined format this is this is drive time nerd of godcast this isn't the uh, it takes me six days to listen to a whole episode <laughs> nerd of right. godcast Convenient. so try, again something new uh for you we're, we're we're trying to grow together so here's some 30 things to 30 things that you can do i might not read all of them because that seems like it's going to take a long time but uh maybe maybe this is for you uh learn 10 phrases in a new language Japanese, oh, Italian, oh, Portuguese. I got that. <laughs> uh, take a bus or a train to a town Ew. that you've never visited. Just go to the station and get on the next one that comes in. I'd love to take a train. That's weird, right? That sounds like I love We have the sunrails. But doesn't it sound like it could kind of be fun? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. Have a picnic in your local park. Uh, and uh, with a packed like lunch ants. and your animal friends. I don't like ants. <gasps> oh, please. Can I join you and Max? Start, start a daily journal to write your thoughts <laughs> don't in. Don't stop. <laughs> try, uh, try new food. French food, if you've never tried it. Lebanese food, Korean food. Visit your local library and borrow some books for the weekend. Plant some flowers in your garden. If you don't have one, try an indoor plant. Uh, visit a local museum and, and see their latest exhibition. Uh, learn a new skill, maybe sewing or gardening or cooking. You'd be surprised what you can learn in an afternoon. Make homemade bread. Mm. It's very simple, completely delicious. And then holler at your boy and I will come and try it with you. We should have a bread bake-off. I love that idea. I love that. It's a, have we ever done that before? No. New thing. High five. Boom. NLG bread bake-off. Uh, visit a local farmer's market. Pick out some fresh produce. Compliment a stranger. It'll probably make their day. Uh, write out, this is weird, write out your will. It's uh. a little morbid to think about, but... It might give you a little clarity and some peace of mind. Here's all my debt. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Here's my comic books, and here's my collectibles. That's all I have. Uh, Attend a play at a local theater. 
and organize a clothing swap with your friends. You'll have a great time. You'll save some cash and the environment all at the same time. So, Jackie, you cool. and I can switch clothes. It'll be great. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll have a good time. Uh, just some new things. Let us know what new things you want to try. Inspire us. If you let us know on our social medias some ideas of new things to try, we'll pass them along to our Nerd of God squad, and maybe we'll even try some out ourselves. So let us know on our Nerd of God squad uh, small group on Facebook. Let us know on the Twitter, or you can hit us up the email, nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. There's new things out there in this world. And they're waiting for you to discover them. For the Nerd of God cast, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Good night. Lovely lady, Lise Muddy. Try new things and make good choices. <laughs> and Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Bye-bye. you guys happen to know how much a pie costs in Jamaica? I don't know. Just take a guess. Two dollars. Very close. Two fifty. Nice. What about the Bahamas? Three fifty. Sorry, I'm just really excited about the pie rates of the Caribbean. Boo. Neff's laughing. Lisa really has a smile. It's so stupid, <laughs> but I can't help it. I'm a sucker for, for, for stupid jokes. I love him so much. Boy, I hate you. <laughs>